0: After a little siesta, a week's break, because Dave was out last week celebrating his wife's birthday and couldn't <laughs> make it. I do apologise that, for that, listeners. But today our special guest is Steve Suter. Welcome, Steve.
1: Hello. Yeah, welcome, Dave. Steve. Nice Good to see to you. Me. Thanks for that, Tim. No problem, Steve.
0: Got a load of brownie points, didn't you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, where would you start? To go back to your. Childhood.
2: Well I was thinking about this when you asked me to come on and, and it all started really in the front garden with my brother. Um, we had a long garden and uh, hedges up the top of the garden and we used to take penalties at one another and uh I think that was where it all started, you know, catching the ball, three goals in end and then you take penalties against your brother. We knew you going in goal, didn't we? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but this is it. A lot of people didn't like going in goal. And uh, when I went to Bishopsworth Junior School, uh, they asked me to go in the team and uh, John Isaacs, uh, the teacher, he asked me if I'd go in goal. I don't know why he picked on me because I was the shortest in the team. Anyway, I must have made an impression and got in the team and uh, we did quite well. We got into the final of the uh, uh, Junior Cup and then uh, I got approached to have a trial for Bristol Boys down at the Clanage, and uh, got in Bristol Boys with Jeff Merrick, Keith Fear and Steve Dorsey. All oh, good players. yeah. Oh, yeah
0: not, uh, That's
2: right. I have my trial down there, the Clanage or it? Bristol Boys, yeah. Yeah, it's was great, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah so uh, it went from there, so... Uh, the first club was
0: that
2: I under I, fifteen, uh, Steve? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that was under 11s then. Under 11s, but, um, right. I had a trial for the under fifteens and I didn't get in. Keith Fear got in. But um he was messing about all the time, Keith Fear, with me. Uh, yeah? <laughs> I think that went against me, you know. So somebody else got in that uh, position. But um, as I said, Keith got in, he got in every year. Like Morgan, really, he got in every year, didn't he? Um yeah, so after that after that I went to Downs School that's where you went, wasn't it? Yeah. And then joined Bembridge Down Boys Club. Yeah, like we all did. Yeah. Sadly, no longer up. there. No, that was a sipping. That was when they pulled that. Um, but yeah, Bembridge Down. We played rugby up to Christmas, and then it was football after. That's it, right. So, yeah.
1: Did um, most secondary schools. I can't schools. imagine
0: you two playing rugby. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I, was I was a fullback.
2: And really? I, I have, just got it and kicked it out. You know, like a. I was like Helen Wilkinson <laughs> kicking the ball.
1: Yeah. Cool <laughs> I used to yeah, I used to be in the scrum. Yeah. And then you'd be in the scrum and, and then you'd look at because I was looking small and look up and the ball beat hundred yards away would think, how did it get there? Yeah. Then I went fly off, got beat up there and ended up on the wing. <laughs> so yeah, but I, I do like rugby to be fair. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I love watching it now, you know yeah. the big games.
2: It's but, more exciting than football now, isn't it? Yeah, some of that. So uh, I joined the Boys Club, the same as you. Mm. And uh, we had quite a good side up there. Who was down there and Steve? With you? Um, Steve Long was running Steve it. Steve Long yeah. running it then as well, was he? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And good. then you had people like Roy James coming yeah, along. Yeah, the box, still, the other box, didn't he, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, can you remember going underneath the gym and play, and yeah. uh, shooting? In that's the shooting right. really had it? a shooting gallery down there. Yeah, sort <laughs> uh, yeah. of shooting gallery. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. <laughs> <From the> rifles, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, And Keith Swift was up there. Yeah. Yeah, we had a, quite a good side up there, and. Uh, from there, then I joined High Ridge, that was men's football then. And then you had uh, Roy Vincent. God bless his a character Breciso, Roy. So oh, great. I went to his funeral, it was
1: packed. Yeah, it? Roy, lovely blowing. Remember all Colinville as well, the old copper yeah. legends down High Ridge.
2: Yeah. And um, Billy Shaw was there, Gordon Ladd, um, Roger Wintle. Um, quite a good side we had there. But I got snapped up um, to go and train with Bath City. You, you ended up playing in goal still, did you? You just kept playing in goal? Yeah. You never went on the pitch after that? No. I, uh, I, I stayed in goal, and um, Pete Brimble yeah. was having uh the, the time. of on one of these horror <laughs> podcasts. Yeah. He, um, he, he said that um, Bath City are looking for a keeper, and they want you to go out training with them. Mm. So I did. I went out there with Trevor Rhodes and uh, Mike Brimble, and um, they took me all the way to Andover, and I thought I was going to play my first match for them. I got all the way down there, my name's in the programme, and Mike Ferris played. He, he said Mike Ferris is going to play tonight, after going all the way down there. Oh. Uh, so well. I was a bit sick about that. Who was in charge at Bath then? That was Arnold Rogers, yeah. was it? Yeah. Arnie. Yeah, so um, did you ever manage to play a game? Never, ever played. No, that's one thing I always w- wanted to do was play for Bath City. And uh, Bristol City had a, a few problems with keepers at the time. Mike Gibson was injured or, or ill. Uh, Jock Mahoney was injured. Len Bond broke his arm. And they were struggling for keepers because you had the Colts and the A-team as well as the reserves and first team. Mm. So um, they asked me then to play for the Colts, recommended by Arnold because the new City got down there. And uh, I played for the Colts, and the first match we played was down at Farley Hospital against Portland. And I got lead in the, in the thigh, you know, a dead leg, yeah. right in the 12th minute. And uh, that, that was agony. Anyway, Ray Cashley was my left back. <laughs> 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 yeah, I know you play on the pitch. But he, yeah. he was asked to play in the reserves, he had a stormer in the reserves, and he ended up playing in the first division for Bristol City. Yeah, so, it started. so I came that close.
0: Yeah, as and a goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: and he was out on the pitch all his career. He was an apprentice down there on the pitch, and they put him in because they were struggling, and he was an apprentice. They put him in goal and he played outstanding
1: to be fair he must have been a talented player to be yeah. on you know
0: to get on the pitch and then go in goal. yeah so right. yeah i knew he was an outfield player yeah but i thought that was when he was it was a kid like but I didn't uh, yeah he was he, yeah. he won
2: the coronation cup with hengrove on the yeah. on the pitch yeah and uh he oh, develop, he still, good goal. story that's it he character
0: it, as well money. yeah
2: is he still selling those tickets for western West Super yeah, she's so been doing that forever. Yeah, <laughs> really yeah so I had, I had a season down there in the courts in the eighteen. So who um, else was down there, Steve? What sort of players? Uh, Stevie talking? George um, was in in the eighteen with me. Pete Rogers.
1: Uh, Keith? Well, Keith Fear must have
2: been in the city. He was in first the reserves team. and first, first team, team
1: right? yeah. The same, because yeah. you've got the growing yeah. up with him playing, right, in and the boys. Got more coming up through, yeah. So you know so, a lot
2: of that sort of thing, yeah. really. Yeah, Tom Ritchie and Steve Ritchie were in the in the courts, and. Um, quite a few of them went up through then into the reserves And Jeff got, Merrick Jeff Merrick he was in the reserves yeah so, so. you played with quite, quite a lot of the proper yeah. Bristol City legends haven't you yeah but th- that was how Alan Dix got his team together they all grew up together as apprentices they came right up through and got into that first division because they all stayed and yeah. they, they were all conversing with one another and going out with one another on the night time you know and it, it, it was a good team yeah. and it was a good spirit down there but uh so he well, didn't I, quite make it then, we'd say. No. So. And Jock Ray said, if you were two inches taller, you would have made it. So I was two inches out. <laughs> That's what my <laughs> said last week. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so I was happy, but... <laughs> yeah. I hope she don't listen.
2: <laughs> so anyway, Pete Rogers was uh, finishing uh, then, and um, he said that my brother Jimmy is uh, starting up um, a team called Old Ashtonians. I like played at Ashton Park School he right. said would you like to come down there so I did, I went with Pete and uh, we were in the, the new Somerset combination that started up there and we, we finished runners up that year and uh, we did quite well we had, we had some good players, Jeff Fleming Dave Wilmot, um, Dick Petworth Jeff, Jeff uh, Fleming ended up at uh, Clevedon as you know and, and Dick Petworth went with him and uh, we got into the Western League then. So Jimmy, um, my my best mate in that side was Steve Rogers, which is Martin Rogers' brother.
0: Right.
2: And Jimmy wouldn't give him a game. So I felt a bit sorry for Steve, and he, he said, I, I'm shooting off now. I would go back to Sneed Park. I said, well, if you go, I'll go with you. So I went up to Sneed Park and played in the first team on the downs for a season. And, uh, they they called for me a, after that to go back to Ashtonians and I went back down there and uh, we were bottom of the league. Anyway, Ron Ginjo came knocking and asked me if I'd like to play for Taunton because Mike Ferris had broke his arm. Well, you know, when, you, when you're playing down Manor Farm on their ground, you know, and then you get asked by Ron Ginjo to go to Taunton, you know. No brainer. I couldn't turn it down, yeah. you know. So uh, I was sad to leave them and uh, I went down there and played the last 10 matches for them. My baptism was against Minehead, which was Bob Boyd's team. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Does he he
1: get a mention every uh, every
2: week? Every week he gets a mention, doesn't he? Yeah, Yeah, so uh, we we drew down at Minehead and then we had to play the replay at Taunton and they beat us 2-1 and Derek Bryant scored the winner hell of a header oh, that's that proper
1: was. uh darby as well i know they're yeah. quite far apart but it's their darby isn't big
2: somerset clubs yeah but uh they had a great side you know jimmy jenkins steve ristell yeah all oh, that lot proper players yeah proper players good crowds down there as well steve they there, did then? they used to get three thousand down there <laughs> unbelievable <Yeah. laughs> and i was getting three pound <laughs> too much yeah so that's the first time i ever had any money Mm-hmm. And, and Tottenham at that time, Western League? Western League finished yeah. runners-up. Yeah.
0: yeah. To mind it? Uh, yeah.
2: Who was the top then? I can't remember who was top then, yeah. but uh, we just missed out on yeah. goal difference, what was what I I
1: suppose at
2: that time, was that when the City Reserves was in the league and yeah. stuff like that? Yeah, City Reserves. I know league we've yeah. said a
1: little bit about how good that Western League was oh, back in the day. Yeah, it was,
2: yeah. And they, like, you mentioned the players it was a joy there. to play in that, yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, as I say, we finished runners-up, and then that was the end of the season, so we started the next season, and uh, Ron Gindra took uh, his side down to Bath to, to play a friendly, and who did he bring along? Brian McCauley. Mm. I was sat in the stand with Ray Hendy, and he had an outstanding uh, game, Brian McCauley, he was really classy. And Ray looked at me and he said, I feel sorry for you, Steve, for <laughs> having this competition. <laughs> <laughs> and he represented the Western League. He I'm was never, that good. Another great lad, Ray Endy. Yeah. Yeah. Ray Endy, he's not very, not very well at the moment. He's in a care home down at Western now. He lost his wife a couple of years ago and he's got dementia now. So yeah. he wouldn't know you if you went down there and to speak to him.
0: It's oh, sad. sad isn't it it yes, is sad. sad. Well, we, he's got dementia a few weeks, but we we lost David, similar yeah. to You know, similar dementia. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. A tough thing to get to. Yeah. So,
2: this is what Renultan is in with the uh, reunions that we have now, you know, the people that uh, oh, wow. we've lost just by having these reunions. And I said, Well, it's no good going to somebody's funeral and saying nice things about them, you I mean, just as <laughs> yeah. well go and see them at these reunions. <laughs> yeah. And we had it's 40 true. last time. Yeah. So, yeah. we got another one this Friday if you want to come along. Yeah. yeah. At Severn Vale Balls Club over your. I've looked at not this week, yeah. Clive Bial supposed to be coming. Yeah? He hasn't been very well lately, but right. also, he's he's coming. Oh. So,
0: so where did your football go after that then, Steve? After talking, um I went
2: from there then to Welton. That's right, Dave Stone was at Welton. Yeah. And he signed me on and I went there training and there were three keepers there. So you had Max in... You didn't get many calls away that No, no, no. So that I couldn't get inside, and, and uh, they put me on loan to Radstock. You should have got some platform football games. <laughs> 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 didn't you? So you I, I, went, uh, I went to Radstock, on loan in the Somerset Senior, yeah. and it's the best club I ever played for. Where was that? Rad Radstock. Radstock. Canada. Yeah, we... I was there for four seasons and won six trophies did you
1: yeah
2: i tell you what yeah. Redstone, that was an horrible place to go when we
1: went, but Bath Reserves took it didn't we we went yeah. is there at Bath Reserves for a few seasons yeah I played quite a few games out there and nice I said, to keep going there as our own crime <laughs> <laughs> oh. you know, that little, horrible little change of him wasn't it? yeah oh all the right. but, but salt
0: <laughs> of the earth people. Yeah. Salt of the earth. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm not saying they weren't decent yeah. people, but just to go there, here go up the hill and then turn into the yeah. gravel. would
2: we can. They still hold the record for the most wins in the Somerset Senior Cup. Yeah? Yeah. And we we uh, finished runners-up twice and, and we won it. So what was that, Steve? 70s? That was 70s, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, that was great times. Yeah. yeah. I am, I played my youth football for for. Well, under 16 football for Radstock Youth Club. Did you? And Colin Plummer is yeah. a store out um, here yeah. Radstock, still follows them to this day. Yeah. And um, he was our under 16 manager. Was he? And uh, yeah, lovely blue. Yeah. Lovely blue. Yeah, they're a great crowd down there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like a village, isn't it? You know you what know, well, they look after their own, don't they? They do. They yeah. don't like outsiders. Yeah. It it says, says there's says a boy coming from PC <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> I played down there with Keith Milsom and, and Dave Vowles and uh, you know we used to travel down there, take it in turns with the car and, and, and we really enjoyed it and I went back actually a few years later, I left there and went to Cabra Heath but I went back there when Ian Henderson was uh, the manager and I had a season down there with them then in yeah. the Western League so it was something I always wanted to do, I wanted to get them into the Western League but I never, never managed to do it I left them to go to Cadbury Heath. Uh, Bob Williams was the manager then, and he, he used to be manager of uh, Glastonbury. Right. So we still had ties with Glastonbury. And while I was playing for Cadbury Heath, he asked me if I could help out Glastonbury in the week, right. which I did, so. Was that different leagues? Um, yeah, yeah, Cadbury like, Heath was yeah. uh, Midland combination.
1: All oh, right.
2: And Glastonbury was Western League, and I was also playing for Jack Tully on a Sunday, so I was playing for three different sides in <laughs> <of> the week. <laughs> And I ended up playing for thirty clubs. Did you? Yeah. Not What, as many as Calvin Granger, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose when out.
1: you add up all the clubs you have played for, like your Sundays and yeah. stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it does make that. It does make that. And I think as you get older, you end up going to a, quite a few clubs at the end, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I did. So, yeah.
0: So. You, you, you tend to go. Yeah.
1: It, so Cabrief, what was it yeah. like
2: there? It was alright. Yeah, we uh, we had a good side there, Denzel Dowling. Um funny enough, Bob Sullivan, yeah he was up front.
1: Yeah, <laughs> can it? he went back the Yeah Bob Sully's had a few mentions. Yeah.
0: I well, seen a picture on, on on your um Facebook the other day it's yeah. the backwat Boys. Yeah. yeah and Sully, Sully looks as though he's about thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> I still had a moustache.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, they had a good sight down there, didn't they? Backwell. Yeah, he certainly sure did. did. Johnny Southern was the manager down there, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Did you ever play for Backwell, Steve? No, I went yeah. down there, uh, they wanted to be go, down, go down there. I went down there training, but I never ever played for them. Yeah. And Sundays as well, they wanted me to go down on a Sunday. But uh, never ever did. So when you
1: did play, you do tend to play both Saturdays and Sundays? Yeah. Flat out, Yeah. like we
2: did? Yeah, training yeah. twice a week. And, obviously and never
0: if, missed. I'll bet you never no, missed.
2: Never missed. No, I mean, yeah. And you didn't get anything for it, you know. I play for love, really. We mm-hmm. all did. It was me. great day to day get three ever. quid and play for Torquay, you know. But uh, didn't play for the money. Yeah. I bet that three quid was worth about four quid now, not it? <laughs> 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 yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> what
0: was the most you ever? Well, I can't
1: remember a hundred quid. I swear, hundred quid. I can't remember. What, what, but that was right
0: back
2: in okay. the eighties. Well, you go out to Bath, too.
0: <laughs> well, I um, you probably I, got 10 grand yeah, saying so that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I signed for Bath for 40 quid when Bob boy signed you? for 40 quid. 44. I was on four pound at Klan now, yeah. Terry Gillard, um, rock me, yeah. um, and uh, 40 pound. I asked um, when I went to Yuval, I didn't want to go really, no. and um, I said to Bob Jones, I said, Look, give me give me 75 quid, yeah, you know, and I'll stay. And he turned around and he said, you've got to go. (laughs) That's fine. Just like that. Just just like that. You've got to go. I said, why? I didn't want to. He said, the board want the money. (laughs) And that was it. It was the oval. And and I signed for 150 quid a week back then. Did which, you? Is, which was you know, the other But when three. I signed with ba- it was like you got
1: appearance money and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So you, it basically went the thing. If you played, and like you got sort of fifteen, twenty quid for appearance. Yeah. Then I think I got ten pound of goal or something like that. It was yeah. like little things, wasn't it?
2: That it, I, yeah. they added on, it give you yeah. little incentives. Well, you spent most of it in the bar, right? oh. actually. <laughs>
0: Yeah. You know, oh, didn't we ever? If it wasn't in the bath bar, it was <laughs> Corner Street or somewhere. Was, oh. As we all did. Yeah. As we all did back yeah. in the day, anyway. well, it was great, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But well, we didn't have the drinking and driving so much then. Yeah. I think a few of them took a chance, but. Uh, I spoke about chariots back did. in your day, Steve, didn't you? Yeah. Horse <laughs> <laughs> and carpet rest <laughs> Yeah. 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 But uh, no, it was it was great times, you know, and and a lot of people say you know, playing for thirty clubs, you know, um, what made you go or were you kicked but, out? Or but I will, but <laughs> I will say that
1: though, Steve, as a goalkeeper, you're is only, that, you're a musician as, as a Player like we are. I mean, is probably a little bit with well, your centre half. You're a centre Yeah, you're a centre. <laughs> but with me, I could play left wing or right wing midfield yeah. up front. Yeah, you're and you fit- do, and you and you're right to go going for the last 15-20 minutes, where you can keep some players right. happy, can't you? Yeah, you know, you have twenty minutes. Here you go. Next week you might be in. But with a yeah. goalkeeper, you can't just bring them off. No. you know, I said chuck them on. So I, I, I can understand wrong. that with goalkeepers. I think that's
2: wrong now. They, they keep a, a keeper on the line as well as a substitute in in matches now. Because he's got no chance, has he? He should be playing in the reserves, Well they—they've done away with reserves yeah, at didn't. City and Rovers, haven't
1: they? I think it's all football. They don't—the reserves don't play on us. The, you know, I think we've mentioned this before on our uh, podcast, but years ago if Bristol City first team were playing away the reserves played at the home so you'd yeah. watch the reserves down yeah. at Ashton Gate and there were some good players in the reserves but as a kid I can remember going with my dad to yeah. watch and seeing players who went in the first team Yeah, you know signing for Bristol City and know that's the new lad they've signed over they and there you yeah. watch him he'd be a good player but you don't get that now no So yeah. and but, it's all wrong and you're on about goalkeepers now how many premiership goalkeepers have got Great goalkeepers. Yeah, it's backup goalkeepers who don't play for months no. and months. No, it's, it's wrong. It, no. it's. I think it's just the way the game's gone, and you know, and it, it, it's money because if they didn't have that goalkeeper on the line and something happened, yeah, you know, they say. But well, you read the stories years ago when when a keeper was injured and in that oh, a defender would go in proper! Here. Look at what a proper FA Cup games you see yeah, on the telly keeper yeah. Keepers got carried off with a broken neck. they yeah. still trying to play, and then someone gets the gloves. Well, the the job, centre forward puts the gloves on. Does the same
2: job. Yeah, yeah. So I think the keeper ought to be playing rather than sat on the bench. Yeah, definitely. They so don't
0: get on very often, do they? Yes. No, and no, the, the local lad, that Jack Butler yeah. yeah. He's got He's gone to Man United. Yeah. At least he was getting some games at Palace. That's right. Yeah. You know, and now he he hasn't he, 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 featured yet. No. Where he features tonight? They you know. must be. I mean, I wonder
1: if they look back and think, you know, I've wasted a, cr- you know, they've been at big clubs, they've got the big wages, yeah. But to look back on your CV and say I played at 110 games when really could have played 400,
2: yeah. You know, it must. Uh, I think yeah. I'd rather played the 400. Yeah. Uh, um, but you could say that about Shelton and Clements. You know, taking yeah. it in turns. Yeah. You know, I think. I, I mean, he had the highest, the knee uh, Shelton. Yeah. But uh, if boring. it hadn't been for Clements, he'd have
0: had a lot more. Yeah. So, well, he'd, he'd probably been all-time yeah. England record holder if, yeah. if it was not for Clemens. Yeah, so, go on, who was the best, Clemens or Shilton? Uh, Shilton. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, I used to like Shilton. Yeah, he was classy, wasn't he?
0: Yeah.
2: I suppose you'd, you'd go for Clemens. No, 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 I'm, no? Sh- I'm, a, I'm a Shilton man. Yeah. yeah. I
1: think Shilton was the more dynamic and yeah. worked at his game he, you know yeah. he reminds me of that John Burridge remember John Burridge yeah. as well he was the same sort wasn't he? You know? yeah. really dived at their feet and Clements yeah. was more of a catch of the ball yeah. and I think he played behind better sides didn't he Clements as well yeah. so he never had as much to do as what Shilton did but well, i tell Stoke you what and... though,
2: when we used to dive at their feet you'd never get a penalty you know, against you and you'd no. to go for the keeper but now if if a keeper did that now, they always give a penalty because they just fall over them, don't they? Yeah. Now what I'd do if I was playing now, I wouldn't dive at their feet. Now. I'd just go out and kick them. Yeah. A but if you didn't dive at their feet, Steve,
1: you'd get accused of being yeah. a chicken. chicken. Or yeah. you know, why didn't he come out and smother that? You yeah. know. So a lot of the time, the keeper can't win, can he? No. So yeah. No. So
2: going back to your career, so Cadbury Eve, did you go after that? Um, as I said, I played for. Glastonbury in the midweek, and then. Um, Do you ever play in
0: the Bristol Manor, Farm, Bristol Manor Farm? Sorry, Steve. Do you ever play in the Bristol Wednesday League? No, 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 because no. I was working in time as a chippy. That amazes me how people got time off to play in
1: But that. it started off, too, I think, for people that like, worked in shops and stuff like that.
0: What... And then they
1: got a mate who played yeah. there, and people on shift work and that. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny, it is funny because I've played with a lot of young lads who could only play like. Two out of four Saturdays because yeah. they had to work. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's it is. I mean, I, was not, I
2: get a That's why they, they had a work. lot of players in the Sunday League. Yeah, because they couldn't play on a Saturday because they were working up. Mm. But uh,
0: well, the the, the, Brist, the Bristol Sunday League back in the day was oh, it was great. Yeah, it, it was a great league. Yeah, yeah,
1: we've all played in that and it's good times and that Yeah. So you finished up then?
2: I went down Manor Farm then. Manor Farm, the, yeah. Chrissy Rex. Uh, Chrissy Rex. Yeah. Fisher was the manager. Won't Parson go down there then? He was, yeah, but uh, I took his place. Did
1: you?
0: We're even gonna get like uh, Chrissy man. and Parson. Oh, they're, they're coming in. I yeah. see them Saturday down Manor Farm. I went down Did you? Saturday, yeah. And uh, I see them. Yeah. So we're gonna get those two in Laurel and Larry. Phil John
1: Just so write John, that down a minute. Uh, Steve Seward's at <laughs> your position. <laughs> The two inches didn't back. matter
2: that week. We got it back. I ended up in the reserves, and yeah. we won the we won the trophy in the reserves. Yeah, there was one match that I could never forget. We uh, we had to win to in the last match of the, the season. We had to win to win the, tr- the championship. If we drew, we'd finish runners up, and if we lost, we'd finish third. That's how close it was. And I had a shot. Right in the last seconds of the game and I tipped it over the bar for a corner. He took the corner and they blew the whistle and we won. Two. Oh, oh happy days. Yeah, that was great. That was. And Tony Bray was my uh, fullback then. Right. Really? You know Tony. He's yeah. down Western now. He comes up for the reunions now and again. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that was your last club, was it? Uh, no, no. I, uh, as I say, I played for 30 clubs. Um, I went to... Uh, Averton Phillips helped them out um Wick Imperial and foreign waiting with Brian Drysdale um yeah, quite a few, quite a few clubs after that. So
1: looking back at your career, where was, is it Ratstock you'd say you enjoyed your Ratstock, best I, that you, was the
2: longest I ever stayed at a club was And Ratstock. that's probably your favourite club. Probably my favourite. It, it was great to, and an honour to play for Town. that was great, but as I say I only played 10 matches to help them out and Brian McCauley took my place and uh, I don't regret that because he was brilliant. Mm.
1: Fair play Yeah So
2: after football Steve did you ever Go into managing Or coaching or No I, I swore I'd never ever manage or uh, Referee I just couldn't Stand all the Asshole yeah. that uh, People give them Now the, the, the Well the language That referees Got to put up with Now I couldn't be a Referee And a manager Well if you're Down the bottom Of the league your, your job's on the Line isn't it Every well, week It's on your line If you lose four Or five on a Trot isn't it? Yeah uh, I don't know How you did it You two yeah. Did you enjoy it? Not really.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Sometimes when you're winning, Steve, it's great. It's yeah. great when you win. But winning. I think as a player, you don't you don't see how a manager is until you no. take over a role as a manager, and you don't suffer as much as a player. I think you you're upset when you lose for an hour, yeah. but then it goes. But as a manager, I think it it just stays, it stays with, with you, you yeah. for the next days. You yeah. know, just trying to put things
2: right. Yeah, everything's going around your head. You know, but. Uh, you are totally reliant on, on those players, really. Yeah. You know, if they don't do it, it don't matter what you say to them. No.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah. Managers, um, players get managers a sack. You know. Yeah. From the top level to the to the bottom level. Yeah. Um, it's a fact of life, isn't it? You know. Mm. Did Paul Pogba get Mourinho the sack mm. at that level? You know. Yeah. Nathan Jones at Southampton. Was he the right man at the right time? A bit unfortunate. Any, yeah. you're only as good as your last. Well, how, match. Was he, how long was he there, Nathan James? Six, eight
1: weeks. It wasn't long, was it? No, no. Could it might, have been I bet it's less wait, than ten games. Yeah, it was.
2: Yeah, that's yeah.
1: unbelievable, though isn't it? To, it is. At that level of football, yeah, you know you can't get. I know they went winning, but it's a tough league, and there are small fish in that league, really, aren't they? Yeah. Southampton, and then. I don't know what their philosophy was when they took him on but he must have had a long term plan I would imagine if you've, yeah. if you've had an interview for a job that's paying hundreds of thousands of pounds a, a week yeah. surely they've got to have some you know what what changes in 8 or 10 weeks to yeah, sack him
0: I'd, yeah and, and as, a, as a manager you're you at the brunt of everything yeah you know fans sometimes players you know opposition and you you take it all and you know back when we were at Bath social media was Mm. not not a real thing but you know now with the social media I see some of the things being said on there and I I cringe it's it's crazy I do yeah Yeah. but I I do miss it and um, yeah but I haven't got the time to do it so so
1: So since you finished then Steve I mean both of us have seen your stuff you do on Facebook Yeah. Yeah, and I think the first thing is this Harry Bamford trophy you took the you took that
2: on to keep it going, or did you start it? And- well, it all it all started with the Woodcock Shield. Actually, my my dad won the Woodcock Shield in 1939, and uh, he spoke about that one game down Ashton Gate, winning that uh, trophy because his name was engraved on the shield, along with all those players that went on to be professionals like Harry Bamford and Alfie Pigs and all that, you know, and. Um, because the Woodcock Shield, that's the one that's for the senior school, fift- isn't it? Under fifteen, under yeah. yeah, secondary school, yeah, yeah. And um, what it is is the the winners of the school get their names, the whole team get their names engraved on a little plaque on the shield.
1: Hmm. And
2: it started in 1907 by Colonel Woodcock. He said that there weren't enough competition in schools, so he started up um, competitions playing against other schools for exercise more than anything. So he donated all these shields to different sports football, rugby, boxing, athletics, swimming, and they all played against one another. But what he did, because we didn't have the transport those in those days, they, they used to play amongst themselves. So like the south of Bristol would play against themselves yeah. and the north of Bristol would play against themselves, and then the two winners would play down at either Ashton Gate or Eastville in the final of the Woodcock Shield. So, my dad played for uh, Wells Road School, and they won it 1939, and the war broke out. Now, he kept on about this all his life. Now, if you could imagine our dad keeping <laughs> on. Now, Bert, you know, they he didn't, yeah, they he didn't really. reduce yeah. the pitch down at Ashton Gate. I couldn't get the bloody ball over to the centre <laughs> forward, because he was a left wing. And he said about this, all, and all the family used to take the piss when he used to say it, because he was saying it all the time, they never reduced the pitch. <laughs> and uh, he said, and we never had a bloody medal, because the war broke out, they never gave us a bloody medal. And uh, on his 75th birthday, I thought, well, it'd be nice if I could get a few of the players to come to his birthday party and give him their medals. Yeah, that's great. So I went down to see Bud Finch, who engraves the, the shield, and that, that year Hartcliffe had won it so I contacted Hartcliffe's school and said can I borrow the shield for our dad's birthday and uh, I did I got, the, I got the shield and we, we organised a party at the King's Head on the Bridgewater Road for his 75th birthday he didn't know anything about this so um, Bud Finch said I'll do all the medals for nothing so he got Woodcock's shield on in 1939 40 on there and uh, I got the, the chap that was a headmaster at uh, Hartcliffe School to bring the shield along and present the medals. Brilliant. Well, when he walked in, you know, to see seven of his teammates from 1939. Cool, that's amazing. So Sixty years later. Fantastic, yeah. Steve. It was great. You yeah. know, very emotional. Cool, I bet it was. Yeah. And uh, they had a picture taken then, and uh, the shield was there. And they had their medals around their necks, and it went in the Evening Post. Well, then the Evening Post told BBC uh, Radio Bristol so we had to go over to Wells Road School where I used to go and uh, th- they interviewed all of them on the radio. Well then it went on the TV uh, in the news. They, they they wanted to see them then up in the newsroom so they all had to go up and I went with them up in uh, Radio Bristol and they interviewed them up there. Well the goalkeeper, he, he, he was suffering a bit, he couldn't make the, the reunion. And he said that uh, his friend took his medal up there and he put it round his neck and he just cried with emotion. Oh, it's lovely, isn't that? Yeah. And that that then went into a great story. Yeah, that is a great. That is a great story. In yeah. the Daily Mail. Yeah. 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 The oh, Daily Mail. for your dad's seventy fifth birthday. Yeah. Very thoughtful son, that is. <laughs> so, you know, he he said it was like this is your life. Yeah, brilliant. And he loved it. Yeah, and he brilliant. died a year later. So I'm glad yeah. I did it for oh. him. Yeah. 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 So from that, I asked if I could take the Woodcock shoe at home and write all the names down that were on there. And I got a magnifying glass and wrote them all down and there was over a thousand schoolboys names on there. And a lot of them went on to be professional. Jeff Merrick, Mm -hmm. played for Southfield with Chris Garland. He was on there. Alfie Biggs, won it twice and lost, lost the third year. He played three years on the trot, right? So he must have been really good
0: yeah. to oh, play yes, in under-15s. Yeah. So
2: you've got sure. people like that on the shield, you know, yeah. and they were all jumping out at me, all these names. And I yeah. thought, there's got to be photographs of all these teams. Because in the Evening Post, there was a picture that somebody sent in of the very first winners, which was Eastfield Council. And that was 1907. Amen. So I thought, if they took a picture in 1907, there'd got to be pictures then, all the way up to now. And it's still being played for today. So what I did, I got all the names, and I'd look for a, an unusual name in that team, and phone up in the phone book, I'd look up for that name. <laughs> and I'd phone up and say, are you related to so-and-so that played in the Woodcock Shield on such and such a date? And a lot of them said, yeah, and that's, that's my uncle. Have you got a photograph of one? yes. So I went to their house and picked it up. Brilliant! And I started collecting it. Then, well, you know what it's like when you're collecting like football cards, and then you can't wait to get the one that you uh, you You haven't got. Yeah, and it was like that with me. And Ray Cashley was another one. And uh, I thought, this is great, you know. So I kept doing it. And then my boy started taking the Mick. Then he said. You say the same thing every night on that phone. <laughs> Sorry to bother <body. laughs> you. Are
1: you related to so-and-so? That's just the thing, they don't get the phone book and doing it. That, you know? yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> Nowadays you just go on Facebook or whatever yeah. it is, find a name and take potluck,
2: but you can usually see it by their info, can't but you? But there was one that I couldn't get, and that was Avonville School. And I phoned up all the the, the names on the, on the shield, and this woman came back to me and she said... I've got it. It's in a suitcase up in the loft. But I can't get up there. So I said, I'll come over. <laughs> <laughs> so I went over there. I pulled the loft ladder down. I went up into fell the loft. <laughs> I went into the loft and it's absolutely full up with stuff. <laughs> it's the press. <laughs> so I'm looking around and I couldn't see a, a, a brown suitcase anywhere. I yeah. thought, oh... I can't find it. So I started coming down the ladder to say to her, I can't find it. And I could see it. As I got down the ladder, I could oh. see it over in the corner, under part of stuff. It was, it was So I got this suitcase out and I took it down. She said, there it is in there. And it was 1922, Avonville. I couldn't believe it. And what yeah. was the relation to the lady? It was her husband.
1: Blimey, she was yeah. getting on then yeah she was 1922 we yeah. played in 1922 yeah. so yeah she was getting probably 19 what, yeah be 15. yeah, 20, so, yeah. 1907 yeah Plenty,
2: Yeah. <laughs> so you know it, it was that sort of thing and it was it was great finding something like that then so what did you do with it then Steve you got all the photos so what, what I did it took me 10 years yeah 10 years to find all the photos so then I thought about writing a book then so then you go about then trying to find out how do you go about getting a book printed and putting it all in a book and it took me two years to try and get somebody to publish it well i did um, a little book for uh, the cricket club i played for ymca cricket club with keith milson and uh, one of the, the lads in the team his wife was um, an author and so was he they, they used to write books and She said, I'll do it. So she did this little cricket book. So I asked her if she'd do the editing for for this book for me. So I handed everything over to her, everything that I had, all the pictures and all the newspaper cuttings that I accumulated as well and put it in a book. I've seen that book, yeah. Yeah, so I got it done. After two years, I got it printed and uh, it sold out. I I think I got about 700 books published and, uh, Sold them all. Sold them all. That's good, isn't it? I took them down to city ground and it took me two years to get the money off of them. (laughs) (laughs) £100. That's about about right.
0: (laughs) Desperate times then. Back in those days, (laughs) see.
2: So So from that, uh, Harry Bamford won it twice. So that was another photograph I needed in the 30s. So I thought, who can I get in contact with? So I went through the phone book to try and find Banford's and I couldn't. And then all of a sudden, a chap called Steve Wilkinson said, I know Harry Bamford's daughter, Hilary Lewis. She's a teacher over at Ashton Park School. Is he a headmaster? Um, Steve. He worked at Marywood School. I I was sure that I was a headmaster, him. but... He actually made the shield bigger. The Woodcock shield bigger, right. because it got full up. It was only a small thing when it started in 1907, and then you get all these plaques on it, and it filled up. So, he did it over in Merriwood School, made it bigger so that you would have more room for more yes. plaques. Well, I've just done it again now. Yeah. So there's another forty years can go on there now. Wow. I've got it down uh, the engravers now at the moment. AES the engraving. They're they're putting the uh, names on it at the moment. And there'll be another 40 years' space set. So I won't be about to make the next one. <laughs> but, um, but, but going back to Harry... Going back to Harry, I got in contact with Hilary Lewis, who was his daughter, and she told me when he got killed up at um, Apsley Road, off the of White Naders Road, he was going to um, Clark's College up there to train the kids. After he'd been training down at Eastfield, he jumped on his scooter went up to White Ladies Road, turned left, and he was knocked off of his scooter because a lorry came behind and was blinded by the sun, and his head hit the road, and he died three days later with brain lacerations. Mm-hmm. So she said, I was three at the time, so I can hardly remember, Dad. And uh, I said to her, what happened about the Harry Banford Trophy? There was a trophy made. And she said, I was told by the rovers it got destroyed when they had the fire down its... So, Eastville. And I said, Well, it was such a, a, a lovely um, trophy to, to give somebody. Um, can't we start it up again? And she said, Well, who would know? Who would know my dad after all these years? And I said, You'd be surprised that the names that would come up. I said, I found out who won it right up to 1972, yeah. but then it stopped and I couldn't understand why. And she said, Well, that probably is why because it got destroyed and they didn't present I said yeah but that was 1980 it finished in 72 what happened between then so I said I'll make a a trophy much the same as as that but obviously in wood and that was solid silver the 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 Harry Bamford trophy so I said well who was it that um, uh, gave it to the the club then and she said it was Gummu the the secretary he was very friendly with Harry Bamford and he donated the trophy, paid for it himself, and, and awarded it to people that were in the same vein as, as Harry Bamford. And uh, you had to be a sportsman, a clubman, and a gentleman. And Tony is one of the, <laughs> the winners. Sure play so, I don't know about a gentleman. <laughs> well, two out of three, in mean. yeah. <laughs> That's meatloaf, is <laughs> Yeah, okay. so, um, I said, well, we'll, we'll present this, this trophy that I made and uh, I'm going to need to know now who the fans would have nominated if, you know, it was still going because it had been lost for 40 years and uh, I put it on Facebook who do you think would have won it over the years if it was still running and then all these names came in on Facebook and then I went down the city Rover's Ground and said could you put this in the programme to ask the fans who they think would have won it if it was still running. And all the names started coming in mm-hmm. and all the ones that were obviously had the most votes was the 40 that we chose. So we we, we chose uh, 13 city, 13 rovers and 14 amateurs because amateurs were presented with it as well. So that's what we did. A week later, I got a phone call from uh, the secretary of rovers and said Harold Jarman has Brought in a box of trophies and Harry Banford trophy is in it.
0: That's see yeah. And this was Rob Weston. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I said, I can't believe it. And I jumped in the car and went straight down there. And there it was. It was all tarnished. And needed cleaning up. But I took it home and cleaned it up and it came up beautiful, lovely, solid silver. And shine on it, it was lovely. So I said, Well, we gotta start presenting it. I said, but it was always presented at the Gloucester um, match between City and Rovers, the first match of the season. So he said, "Um, what we would do is uh, present all the City lads down the City ground and all the people that were Rovers Rovers players or fans down the Rovers ground. So that was it. So um, I got Ray Bean, who was the last person to win it before it got lost in 72, to present the trophy to... Doug Hillard's son, Gary. Oh. Gary, yeah. Because his dad was nominated, Doug. Yeah. And that was how it started. So we started doing it then. City, Rovers, City, Rovers. Yeah. And uh, that's how you got yours down the Rovers group. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Hillary came along, gave yeah. them their certificate, and and that was it. Yeah.
0: But Harry Bamford was a special bloke, wasn't he? He was
2: special, yeah. He, he, he was a gentleman. He never got sent off, and... He would never boot the ball up from fullback and he, he, he actually was a centre forward at school and he scored 13 goals for his school team playing up front um, for St Silas but when they went down he went down the Rovers ground he actually went down the city ground before the war he, he was in the courts down the city ground and then he had to go in the army and when he came back out of the army they snapped him up and uh, Bertan had, had him at the Rovers ground then yeah. so
0: but he, like you he, said, he Harry, was a gentleman then. Yeah, but like you said, he he finished training. Yeah. And, and going yeah.
2: straight out, up to uh, other to, people to train the the, the lads up at uh, yeah uh, Clifton, and yeah.
0: that that was it. he got killed going up there. And jo- Joshua has Yeah, he's ninety eight. Yeah, he, he always said Harry was real. Mm-hmm. He said he,
2: he looked uncomfortable on that scooter because he was tall. He was over six foot. Yeah. he didn't look right on that scooter. You'd have been Which better on a motorbike. <laughs> 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 yeah, sad, that. Eh? Yeah, it was sad, yeah. Mm-hmm. But they, they said the streets were lined. When when uh, they had the service down at uh, St Mary Recliffe, the streets were lined all the way through Bedminster with the cortege going through. Mm-hmm. And Hilary can just about remember that, because she was only three. Yes. So you're retired now, Steve? I'm retired now, yeah. Like you spend a lot of time doing this. Well, I haven't got any time now. I'm I'm admin of 10 groups. Yeah, I see that on the (laughs) Facebook, yeah. So (laughs) I've got football, cricket, rugby, weddings, skittles, all sorts. So you are a good cricketer as well, weren't you? I played at the YMCA for 24 years, yeah. Was that Horfield? Yeah, yeah. Kelleway Avenue. Were you a batter, Steve, or a bowler? I was a batsman, yeah, yeah, and wicketkeeper. All right. Yeah, your goalkeeping coming handy then? Yeah, I was diving about all the time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> got to mention your your, your mates. Yeah, Kelvin and that. Kelvin and Sam. Yeah. 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 yeah, they
2: want to come in and have a chat. Yeah, no, get we, we
0: get them in. No, yeah. no, no problems at all. Yeah. Um, so you got met a lot of good friends through football. Oh, what yeah. Fun. Well,
2: you can imagine playing for thirty clubs that like, you have got ten teammates. Yeah. yeah. You know, every time. So, yeah, you, know, you meet a lot of people and. We still, we still see one another. Do you go out and watch football at all, Steve? Yeah? To be quite honest, I, I find it boring now. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I've been with Calvin to watch a few matches and, and I find it boring. The best part is to chat to the, the people on the line, you know, you know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't stand all this defensive Lord, passing to the keeper and then passing to one another in their own half. I can't oh. see the sense of that. I, there's nothing better than seeing a winger like yourself going down the line and crossing it over for somebody like Ian Henderson and not in it. You you don't see that now, do you? They rely on corners and free kicks now. Yeah. yeah. the game has changed. It Mm. has changed, and it's not for the better either. So you've played with a lot of people. You always ask this, don't you, Tim?
1: So who was your best player you've played with? Pete Rogers. Pete Rogers? Yeah. You didn't even hesitate then, did you? No. (laughs) How about the toughest opponent? Toughest opponent? Uh, I don't think What a few... So when you, you know, I say this quite often. When you got on the pitch, you looked at oh no, not him. This centre uh, forward is going <laughs> to smash you. i have got to watch his elbow. Chrissy
2: Rex always scored against me yeah, whenever he, I played. He was a midfielder, wasn't he? Steve? yeah. Chris, uh, Reck, Chris, no, no. He had that friend, didn't he? Yeah, he he, would, he was always coming forward and, and he'd always score against me. Yeah, mm. yeah, but he was a good friend of mine. We used to go out with all the lads on a Saturday night. And he always score against you. And funny enough, um, when I did have that fallout with Ashtonians and went up to Sneed Park, he was playing up there. Yeah. With his three brothers. Is that right? And one match, all of them played in the first team. Can you imagine that four brothers in a yeah in you know. a team. But he was uh, he was signed for um, he was on Oxford's books at the time, and he couldn't go and play for anybody else. So that's why he went up on the downs, and uh-huh. so that he could get his. Yeah, a good football man, Chris. Because he yeah. put a lot after he finished. He
0: was oh, like yeah.
1: the farm manager for farm farm years.
0: Yeah, manager, and he's
1: always down there now. But he's always about at football matches now, watching. Yeah. So you know, it's in the blood, isn't it?
0: so yeah. I said, I seen, I seen him Saturday. You know. Yeah, he's always down the farm. Isn't he? Yeah. So. When I was running a builder's merchant or a plumbing merchant in in Ashton, yeah. he was my postman.
1: Was he? <laughs> yeah.
0: He'd come in, I couldn't get a name. <laughs> 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 like he Stephen, he was biting. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Is there anything else, Steve, you want to share with us? Um, Do you want to walk away and forget you mentioned someone? or?
2: Well, there's always going to be somebody out of yeah. all the people I know that uh, you forget, but... Uh,
0: you must have a great family behind you, Steve. Oh, you know, yeah. to To support you with what you do and everything yeah. else, you know. I, I don't know how she puts up with it, to be honest.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she said, if you do another book, I'll divorce you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, uh, no, I, I wouldn't change it. It's like Kelvin said, I, I wouldn't change it. You know, playing for all those clubs, I wouldn't change it. The for people the, you meet in there. You'll get somebody that'll stay with one club. I, I admired them to stay with one club all their life, but I wouldn't change it for the people that I've met and the people i no, no, no. different experiences isn't there yeah. yeah
0: so should Harry Kane leave <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs>
2: that's a tough one isn't it
1: yeah, yeah. well I think he's similar to Sheeran in a way but Sheeran moved and got his one medal yeah. with Blackburn didn't he? Mean, when they yeah. won it yeah but I, know, I think if they win a trophy he'd, he'd be
2: happy to stay at Tottenham though. he's yeah. got me I think he
1: would be Harry
2: yeah, yeah so yeah how about Ronaldo well
1: Spoilt it, didn't he?
0: Yeah, spoilt his legacy at United, yeah, didn't he? Yeah. So... Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. It's right.
2: Nothing else to share? Well, i just, uh, just like to say that it's been a pleasure seeing you after all these years, <laughs> and uh, you're doing a great job, bringing back a lot of memories. Yeah, that's what the aim is, Steve.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, it's nice to see you. Nice to, great what you're doing on Facebook and oh, the Harry okay. Banford thing. I think it's brilliant. I follow it all your stuff on Facebook, you as do. you know. Yeah. I like quite a lot, but you do get a bit funny when I'm doing like some. I know that.
0: But,
1: um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You can go now. I'm not doing it anymore. But, um, I think you, <laughs> I think you put the toys back in last week. Yeah. Back in the pram. Oh, so you're all dude. right. There's some prats yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We could go on all night. <laughs> talking about that, that yeah but steve it's been great to see you and and really love the stories mate brilliant pleasure well, really fantastic thanks a lot take care
0: cheers, 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 buddy. cheers steve.
1: Brilliant.